0: Mason Wake crosses the goal line for the first points of this game. They give it straight ahead for a touchdown. That's the fullback Mason Wake. Mason Wake gets his second touchdown of the game. Wake up, wake up.
1: It is the big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 975, and 1280 of the zone. We are very excited about our next guest. He is going to join us weekly, every single Tuesday here on the Big Show to talk BYU football. So let's get out to the Smart Rain special guest line. He is a sophomore, he is a fullback, six foot one, two hundred and 50 pounds of uh, pure punishment. He's Mason Wake with us here on The Big Show. Mason, super excited about doing this. Thank you so much for jumping on with us. Yeah, no problem. It's, it'll be fun. I'm, ex- I'm excited. So uh, tell us what life's like now. Uh, camp, uh, obviously coming to an end. You're in game prep mode. What I I, I'm, I saw some zany video of Cosmo going back to school, so I'm assuming that means you're going back to school today or yesterday or whatever it was. What's life like?
0: Yeah, so yesterday was the first day of school. Um Camp was pretty long. This was a pretty long camp, but um, lots of ones on ones and just just hitting every day. But yeah, it's just back to school and back to a normal uh, in season schedule, and it's been pretty chill so far.
1: What's Coach Satake like in camp? Is he is he is he pretty tough? Because we know we know Coach a little bit on the media side, and, and we've had him on these shows for years. Obviously, and we know him as this you know uh, fun loving, lighthearted, kind of joking kind of guy. But what what's he like when he's down to business in camp?
0: Yeah. I mean, when he's down to business, like he's, he's pretty intense. Like I swear every single time anyone touches the ball, he's yelling ball security, like don't fumble, or he's yelling at the defense, something, something that I I don't really know what's going on, but um, he's just, he's just involved. He's intense. After practice, he gives us um, these speeches where um, where it's just kind of intense and just saying that like, this is um, like one of the biggest opportunities to be out here. Not everyone gets to do it and just make the most out of every minute of it.
1: You know, in this, in this first uh, interview or or conversation with you, we want to get to know you a little bit. So, so our listeners can kind of follow along, but uh, what, tell us kind of about uh, your goals as a person, what's your, what's your major, you know, what, uh, what are you into? What kind of goes into Mason Wake, the person?
0: Yeah. So my major right now is exercise and wellness to be an orthodontist. So that's my main goal. Um, Obviously NFL could come into play. I never thought about it, but I'm starting to think about it now and talking to coaches. Um, it could be a part of my future, but we'll just have to see, um, something else about me. Uh, let's see. Uh, I mean, I just love, I just love playing football and hanging out with my friends. Just honestly, we just do spontaneous things. Like we're just kind of chill, but if something comes up, we'll just go do it. Um, just of my roommates, uh, Love playing Fortnite with some of my roommates and some of the guys on the team. But I'd say the biggest thing for me is probably playing basketball. That's probably my favorite thing to do. It's my favorite thing to watch, favorite thing to play. Basketball is pretty big in my life. So are you a jazz guy then? Yes, diehard jazz fan. I'll never like any other team. I'll defend the jazz till I die. I love the jazz.
1: Well, you know, you're on the home of the Jazz, and uh, and I get a, the opportunity to, hope to host the Jazz pre-half and post-game show for every game. So are, can we expect that this year? Can we expect some Jazz analysis out of you?
0: I mean, yeah. If if you guys want me to, I will. Yeah. Like, I, All right, I, give I us the
1: offseason. About... What do you think? What do you think about bringing Conley back, adding a couple of veterans? What are, you, what are your thoughts on uh, what they did in the offseason?
0: Um, I think Conley was huge. A lot of people say he's overrated and he's old, but I think he's good for the Jazz Um, Rudy Gay, he's pretty old, but I think he's just he's good for the jazz. Um, we got a backup center in uh what's his name? Whiteside. Yeah, I think he'll be pretty solid. But I mean, my take on the game last year in the playoffs against the Clippers. I think if Quinn Snyder takes Rudy Gobert out of the game, we win the series. But that's just my opinion. Just because he couldn't, he hey, he couldn't guard Terrence Mann or whatever that guy's name was. He had like 40 points.
1: He can't guard in the perimeter. He's got to have more offense to <laughs> – you guys don't agree with me. No, but... no, 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 I like it. I was just about to say, Austin, look at this, show number one, and Mason's already bringing in a spicy jazz take. This is going to be a great he, season. He saw my
0: face on the he, Zoom this is... where I was
1: trying to not vomit <laughs> at that take. <laughs> no, uh, I love it. No, no, people will tell you like a big a big goal of the offseason was to get more versatile. The the switchy defense was tough, and and what the Clippers did, the jazz didn't have much of an answer for. So I, 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 hear, where you, I hear where you're going. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean that's just my take right now. You guys can take it or leave it. I just think if they take Rudy Gobert of the game and put someone smaller on Terrence Mann, we win the series. That's on Quinn Snyder.
1: Have you met uh, Have you met Ryan Smith at all? He's a BYU guy, you know.
0: Uh, yeah, he's been to a few practices. I've never personally met him, but uh, Ryan Smith came, and then Todd Peterson came to a practice. I don't know. Was he's a vivid guy? I think, but I think they they just came to a few practices. I haven't I haven't met them personally though.
1: Well, well I'll tell you this so we fall under the jazz umbrella our, our station does so if he does come to practice and, and you do have a chance to, to chat with him just tell him how much you love us it doesn't even have right. to be true just just make sure you, you talk about <laughs> I will. How, how much you I love hope Dwayne Wade comes to one of our practices too that would be cool hey that would be cool I've heard yeah. he, he's played some golf down there at, at Riverside and he's been down in Utah County that'd be pretty rad to have Dwayne Wade come to a practice yeah, that'd be crazy yeah that would be awesome well uh, Mason you're, you're kind of a townie right you went to you went to Lone Peak. Was it always BYU for you? Is this, uh, you know, kind of a, a goal? I know you, you walked on. Tell us a little bit about how you ended up where you are.
0: So actually, I did not like BYU growing up at all. Like, if I were to choose between BYU and Utah, it'd probably be Utah, but wow. growing, up, growing up since I was probably like six years old, I've been the biggest Boise State fan ever. Like, every Christmas, every birthday, Boise State gear, every single time. That's all I wanted, and so Growing up, being in high school, Boise State, like that was my dream school. They didn't really recruit me as much, but BYU just came knocking and they were just texting me every day, like just trying to get me to go there. And I met some of the coaches, Kalani and Coach Clark came to my house and that just kind of did it for me. I kind of just fell in love with them um, my senior year. And then um, ultimately I I walked on, but I felt like I should have been on scholarship. I felt like I was a scholarship guy. But I just knew that Kalani. He made it clear that everyone's treated the same, whether you're scholarship or walk-on. And so, um, I took a uh, I took a bet on myself, and I went there as a walk-on. Ended up starting as a freshman. My first game was against Tennessee. The second game I started, and have been playing ever since. And I actually started in the Boise State game, and that was like the craziest moment of my life. Just like just like seeing all these guys, seeing the the blue and orange colors, just like. It was just crazy to me because, like, I just grew up the biggest Boise State fan, and I ended up playing in that game. And then last year, going and playing on the Smurf turf was the craziest thing ever. It was an empty stadium, but I mean, that was that was awesome for me. But yeah, I mean, just recruiting wise, uh, just just fell in love with the coaches. They just they they text me every day, Coach Grimes, Coach Stewart. They're not here anymore, but they they played a big part in me coming to BYU, and I just love the atmosphere. I went on my visit, and I just ended up falling in love with Provo.
1: So okay, so with as far as your feelings toward Boise, I'm sure it was a bummer that that they didn't uh, you know show as much interest as I'm sure you would have liked. But do you still kind of like Boise State, or is it just totally gone the other direction?
0: I mean, like a part of me is like, oh my gosh, like that's my team, like that that's who I loved <laughs> growing up. And now I just want to kick their trash every time I play them. But I you. mean, it's kind of so so. Like I just I love the city of Boise. My I have a lot of family that live there, but. Yeah. I want to beat him every time I play him now.
1: So you mentioned your start in Tennessee and, and I mean, you know, you're only uh, what a sophomore now. So obviously you're still, you're still quite young, but it's, it's not exactly the norm to play your way onto the field that fast. Right. So what, what do you credit that? I mean, what, what is, I guess you do to, to carve out a role for yourself on a good team?
0: Yeah. I mean, I was always told uh, by my dad to be in the best shape of my life to, um, just try to be not heavy, but big enough to play at the next level right away. And I think um, part of my game, um, as what that, what really improved my game was as a little, like as as um, as a young kid in second grade. I always played a grade above. So when I was a second grader, I played with third graders. When I was a third grader, I played with fourth graders. And my dad did that to me just to like um, just help improve my game and just prepare me for um, my future. And I think that played a big role in me playing, coming from high school, straight into college and playing at such a young age. And I think, um, my body type, um, being a little heavier helped me too, but I'd say just, um, playing, um, playing up a grade in elementary and then all the way up until high school and then college. I
1: think that just, um, helped me prepare. You mentioned your dad. Tell us a little bit about your family.
0: Yeah. So my dad grew up in Boise. Um, He went to – I don't know if you guys know this. He went to Bora High School. He claims he was like one of the best athletes there, but I don't see any film to show for it. But there's a few newspaper clippings, but I don't know. He played baseball. He didn't really play much football, I think. He doesn't really talk about football that much. Well, he does, but I don't really believe him. But um, And let's see. My mom, she passed away when I was nine from cancer. Um, I was just eight years old. Um, My family – Uh, I got, I'm the youngest of four, uh, we all pretty much grew up around here. I grew up in Alpine, um, and yeah, we're just, I'm the first one. I'm going to graduate from college. The first in my family, I hope they hear this. I'm going to be the first, but. Um, yeah, that's just a little
1: bit about us. That's incredible. And of course I thought, I thought last year when, you know, you, 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 had the, the dedication to your mom on the shirt, I thought it was an absolute highlight of the year. I thought that was, that was just incredible. So good, good for you. She, she uh, is smiling somewhere with that one. Thank you yeah uh, Mason wake is uh, is with us here on 975 and 1280 the zone I uh, we have a, an in- interesting exercise I want to wrap up the the conversation with but we need to ask you a little bit at least about as Arizona so a couple things what are, what are you seeing out of the wildcats uh, you know on film as uh, what to expect from them as a team and uh, how cool is it to go down and play in an NFL stadium in Vegas We saw the numbers it's it's almost sold out so it's it's it should be a pretty sweet environment so let's get into those Things a little bit,
0: yeah. So playing in Raider Stadium is going to be awesome. I played in one NFL stadium before. It was the it was the Buccaneers when we played USF a few years ago, and so just playing. I've I've never seen the stadium ever um, since it's been built, and I just heard it's huge. It's it's awesome. It's cool. It's a cool area, but and just having. I heard like there's like fifty or fifty five thousand um, BYU fans bought tickets already, and then so I mean just going from not having fans to first game in having 55,000 fans screaming for you and then a few other couple thousand Arizona fans. But I mean, it's going to be crazy. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. But um, yeah, that, that, that atmosphere will be awesome. And um, Arizona, as far as Arizona comes, their spring game. So they pretty much have an entirely different staff and their defense is pretty new. They had a bunch of transfers, like most of their linebackers and other players are pretty new. So, so basically what we've been doing is just watching Michigan film where the defense coordinator was at. Um, obviously it's not the same personnel and like players, but it's the same scheme and, um, just, just studying that up and, um, we'll see how it goes.
1: All right. So here's how we want to wrap up this week. So we want to make, you know, your weekly appearance a big deal, obviously. So we want to come up with with a name. Right. We need a name for the, the conversation like uh, Joe Ingalls, who obviously you're a big jazz fan. You know, Joe, he comes on our morning show every week uh, during the jazz season. And they just call it the Joe Ingalls show. I mean, boring. Right. So I, I feel yeah. like we can I feel like we can do better than that. Like here's some of Austin's ideas. All right, just to just to throw these out there. It says wake surfing with Mason. All right, Austin, are you a big
0: boater, Mason? Do you go boating? <laughs> yeah, I actually love surfing. I love wake surfing. Oh, All see? right, okay, cool.
1: so maybe a natural fit. Uh, Austin says riding the wake with Mason. Okay. Uh, wake up with Mason Wake, which I which I kind of like. You know this will be at night. But, what about you know. instead of like getting woke, getting wake? Uh-huh. Yeah, I I don't know. Maybe that maybe that wouldn't make any sense. But but here's here's what In we got to do. the forest do. with Wake. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow, a Demon yeah, Deacon's reference is, from Austin. I'm I'm impressed. <laughs> so, we got to we got to think of a good name, all right? So, should we all well this this can be homework and we can revisit this next week. With a good show name, and we'll get the we'll get the production guy to to come up with a show we'll open and make it sound way cool. Yeah, let's do it. I'll do my research. All right, buddy. Well, hey, super excited about this. Thank you for coming on with us. Good luck uh against uh Arizona. And I know I probably don't have to say this to a BYU guy, but but stay out of trouble in Vegas. You know, <laughs> I it's, will do it. it's Vegas. I'll make sure to stay out of trouble. All right, buddy. Thanks, Mason. Yeah, thank you.